What's up, listeners? Thank you for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is Friday, October 16th, 2020. We are driving into the city. It is a little bit of a wet one. Um, it's a beautiful week this week. I, I can't complain. I had to work my ass off um, all day on Wednesday. I am getting back to work. Things are legitimately moving into pieces, whether the Corona Bros like it or not. Um, and it's exciting for me. And I'm dialed in. I made the decision on giving up coffee. I didn't like how I was feeling. I don't know. I, I actually love coffee, to be honest. But it was just something that I, I couldn't live without. So I gave it up and I went back to drinking tea. And don't get me wrong, there were some side effects. I had some fucked up dreams, nightmares, um, and we'll touch on some shows that are just like that. But I got to green tea, started drinking maybe just a, a tea, two, two tea bags or just one tea bag, and the green tea buzz was okay. It was chill. I, I would be very relaxed. I remember my podcasts were super um, mellow, uh, melancholy, chill, if you want to go back a couple weeks ago. And then I stepped it up. I went to Stop and Shop and just bought like $20 worth of tea and I got the cold brew tea and then I bought matcha and then a huge box of green tea and then some sleepy time tea. I'm just teed the fuck out and it has its benefits. I've been focused, especially with work starting up again. I'm dialed in. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. It gets done. I still have a steady buzz and then I can get to bed. Where with coffee, I just was like all over the place and I really didn't even feel the effects of coffee until I would feel it probably at the beginning while I'm driving into work, but I'd have a little bit of that coffee high and then I'd crash like an hour or two hours later where tea, I'm steady and I don't know how long it's been. I have a, a tracker on it, but I'm pretty sure I'm going into my third week with no tea and it's been awesome. And I upped my caffeine dosage to matcha, which is like a really highly concentrated tea where green teas cooked leaves, matches fresh tea leaves that are just like uh, dried up, but not, but it keeps its um, caffeine in it. So then I started drinking matcha in the morning and that's been a game changer. That's been just like, as you can tell, I'm wired just from drinking that, but tea wired, you know, not where I'm just all over the place, anxiety ridden, I'm chill, but I'm, I'm focused and I'm awake. So that's something that's great. And it's good that work seems to be getting back into the groove. I'm pretty much rating the return to civility on the parking lot across the street from my house. I live right near a commuter rail station. And when the, when the COVID thing happened, there was about, there was the whole lot was filled before COVID, both lots. And then COVID happened and there was not a lot there. There was people like roller skating in the, in the, in the, uh, the parking lot because there's just been nothing there. But as you can see, as each month goes by, another car gets added. I'm not saying that it's full again. There's like four or five cars, six cars that are now parked there, but it's a good sign that people are gonna start commuting back into work again. Um, And we're just trying to get out of this. I think it's time to really push through. We did our best in terms of working through the real muddy part of it. But as we're realizing, you know, we can beat this virus and there's celebrities and there's star, there's football players. They'll get it and then they'll be good. So don't be afraid to get it if you do get it. Uh, it's it's 99.8% or 98.9% of a chance you will survive. And everything else is speculation. The the long time effects, yes, it's, it's happened to some people, but it might not happen to you. Um, it all depends. But I just think that it's more important that we do get back to work and we do get back to building this economy again. Whoever's president 
we just get back to work and we work through it. I think that it's time. We've had the um, get out of jail free card of having to stay at home and shelter in place. And it's, it's coming back to normal. So that's the exciting part. I think you guys should try this little tea experiment that I did. It's I'm still getting my buzz and I'm still focused and it's making work a lot more tolerable and manageable. And I'm not feeling overwhelmed like I did on my espresso, two shots of espresso buzz. So that's something to talk about. I'm, um, I'm, I, I watched some really good baseball yesterday. I know this is not a big topic amongst um, people in my generation anymore. People just hate baseball. But the people that do, um, really, really good baseball. You had Clinton Kershaw just choke again. And almost, I'll tell you, like, if, if the, the Braves are just getting so lucky with their pitching because their relief is so horrible and they Sorry, just a little interrupted. The Anchor app does not work when I get calls. So anyways, back to that baseball talk. Yeah, I think that the Braves really squeaked one by. And it's um, it's exciting to see the Braves. They have not, I don't think they've been in the World Series in God knows. I, I mean, I know the teams of the early 90s and late 90s, and they were just on fire, and they were battling the Yankees uh, with Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, Maddox, Smoltz, uh, Glavin. You know, that's, that's the baseball I remember as a kid. That's the stuff that I would um, watch. You know, and then you had – it was just like pitching – pitching was just so big back then because we had Pedro and then you know Randy Johnson and all these guys back then it was just the the golden age of baseball pitching and also the golden age of steroids but that's neither here nor there it's good to see the Braves they have a really exciting team um, with uh, Freddie Freeman and uh, Marcelo Zuna and um, just a lot of really awesome Ozzy Albies it's like a young awesome team and they're it's just they're all different races they're all different nationalities and they're all in it to just win and that's what baseball really is you see that in a lot of these teams too you see it in the rays and you know it's not just um it's just like a you you know a group of people that are really talented at one sport that go out there and they kick some and ass so i think it's a little different than football where it's more of an american sport and you're dealing with americans but with baseball you have players from south america mexico united states korea and it's just been really cool to watch um, the Braves. There's, I, I'm, I'm telling you, they're, I'm rooting for them. But how much does it suck to be a Dodgers fan? The Dodgers are the biggest tease sport team of all time. They've been unbelievable all season. They're like, you know, it's, it's honestly, I, I get the feeling. You know, you do so well in practice. And then when the big game comes, you choke. But it's just so frustrating to be a Dodgers fan when, you know, they lose by cheating. They lose by the Red Sox just being on fire but they dominate their division. I don't know if it's time for them to switch divisions so they can actually play competitive baseball or they, um, they're just cursed. I don't know. I don't know what curse it would be to be a Dodgers fan. I didn't know that they'd done any major trades that might have an effect on their dynasty, but it sucks. I feel bad for them because I do like the, the, the whole team. I mean, Cody Bellinger, um, you know, a lot of those guys on that team, you know, Will Smith, you got guys that are um, really likable. Mookie Betts, as much as I miss him, another great guy. You you know, that's like America's team when you see the Dodgers, but they just can't close. 
And I don't know what it is. It's almost like the life has been sucked out of them. And when they're not winning, they don't know how to get back into the game. They almost came back the other day and almost, you know, the, the Braves almost pulled the Falcons when they gave up almost an eight run lead. But they still the, the, the Dodgers are still playing catch up. And it, it just seems like they don't have that um, swagger that the Braves have. Because you can tell, you know, when Ozuna hit that dead center home run, he took a fake selfie with the third base coach. They're just ready to ball, and it's a really exciting team to watch. Um, and I hope you guys can catch the next uh, game. They one win away from the pennant, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the Braves are going to win it. Unless the Dodgers rub that lucky monkey head or whatever lucky rabbit's foot they got stuck. You know, Max Muncy's got somewhere stuffed in his uh, batter's bag or whatever. They're not going to – they don't have a shot. And the, the other one I'm really watching, which is really frustrating because I thought the Rays would have swept – the Astros but yeah that's 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 a good series and the Astros are a good team and this is what happens when good teams get back into a wall they start to fight and that's what's going to happen with this team you you work through the errors that Altuve, Altuve had the other night you almost gave you gave up a game tying home run in the eighth with the absolute shot by G-Man Choi and you get to the ninth inning where Carlos Correa hits a walk-off home run and sends the Rays back to um, another game. So I, I give them credit. What are you going to do? The Rays, um, I love that team, and they've been playing great baseball and great pitching, great defense. But, you know, at, again, I've said this in, before, when you have a team like the Astros that know how to play under pressure, they've been in many um, elimination games, they've won championships. It's a hard team to beat. It's the it's New England Patriot effect where – you got to imagine if it's your first time at a big game, it's stressful. But if you've been there a few other times, it's just another game. And I think that's why the Astros are hanging in there. Um, we'll see how their pitching goes. We'll see what happens with the, um, you know, Blake Snell should be back on the mound again to kind of close that game out. Who, who knows? But I'll tell you one thing. The Rays are going to have to score more than three runs to win against this team. You're going to have to score five at least because the Astros are going to hang in there. There's been many chances that the Astros have had to open this game up, but they've, you know, with the defense that the Rays have, they've been able to squeak by and keep alive for, um, you know, but but still keep themselves in this. So I'm, I'd be pissed if the Astros made it because I've actually fell in love with the Rays team after they beat the Yankees. They were like, you know, it was just awesome for me to watch that walk off game winning. Well, it wasn't a walk off, but to watch Brousseau hit that, um, you know, home run to to put them up one run was just amazing. And I am, um, I'm really excited to see, uh, I really want them to get there. I know it's not like great for viewership and great for the fans who just want to watch the World Series. I'm sure the World Series won't be as good with the Rays and the um, Braves in it, but let's just switch it up. It's time to see some different organizations win championships. And we all know the Rays. If you're a Red Sox fan, the Rays have always been a pain in the ass. They've been shit, but they always play the Red Sox well. It seems like whenever a New England team goes to Florida, they just don't, the humidity or something just gets to their head and they don't play well. And, but they've never won a game like this. They've never, I've never seen the Rays go this far. And, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. They're just not, they've just never been this good. And they have a great team and they need to, um, I'm hoping that they can pull this through. But Astros are a problem, man. So, that's about that for that. Um, I know the big talk is about um, all the crap going on with, um, you know, Nick Saban getting coronavirus. 
I could care less about that. And then you have, um, then you're dealing with some other things with the media and Joe Biden and, and Facebook censorship. And that's something I want to just go over. I think this is a scary situation for anyone that doesn't align with big tech. I just watched The Social Dilemma with my fiance and I've been off Facebook for four years. It's been an amazing thing for me. I could give a shit about what you and your like friends did this weekend unless you're really like in my circle. I don't like the accessibility of just random strangers being able to look into my life. I love the privacy and I have now a really good close knit of friends and then some people outside my circle that try to get in, which I'm trying to work my way into that, but you know, such is life. That's just awesome. You know, I'd rather have that. I'd rather have my group chats with, with people that, you know, some people I don't really know well, but we all share a common hobby. Then someone from my third grade, you know, class commenting on me being engaged and I haven't talked to them in like four years. It's just weird. And I think we're starting to wake up that big tech and Facebook, Twitter and all that shit is really just a mind controlling media device that we've all took too lightly. And with them not running that story because it doesn't align with their agenda is really scary to me. And I think that um, we all need to wake up. I think everyone should start cutting the cords on social media. Give it a try. See how you like it, you know? And if you're going to miss out on people's lives, like, I don't understand why people can't just send you a picture or send you uh, a letter or send you um, or personally text each other. I don't know why we need to do this whole weird, um, like, third person view on everyone's lives. Like, I, I think it's creepy. And... I'm happy that the light has been shed, but if we don't put a stop to big tech, it's going to be a problem. And you're a hypocrite if you don't like see the corruption in this story and the election interference and the fact that they're spinning it to seem like it's a foreign entity that's trying to help a campaign. That's just a spin cycle. They're backed against the wall and, you know, they might lose this round and they're going to try to spin this into saying, oh, well, Russia's the one that hacked it, regardless of the situation. And that's gonna really just piss me off and it sucks because i have a fire tv which is owned by amazon and you don't see that news story at all on the on the news i have youtube tv you don't see that at all on the news and they're just censoring it and it's big corruption if donald trump jr did anything similar to this the media would be all over it so tell me why it's fair um why it's so fair for facebook to do this to to oh hunter's case so you know, it's just a, a, a bizarre world we're living in. And I never thought in a million years that we would see this type of just like, just out in the open, F you, we don't care about um, your your opinion. Um, or we, we, we're just trying to censor everything. Wake up, America. Shit's fucked up. Go to the polls. If you weren't thinking about voting, just vote anyways. I know I'm in a state, Massachusetts, where um, it's definitely going to probably go Democrat, but I'm still going to go vote because like Jerry Callahan says, if you vote damn, you're voting with these tech companies and you're voting with these corruptions. And I'll say one thing. Mark Zuckerberg has not been able to track my life for the last four years or influence any type of shit. Don't get me wrong. I got other shit like Amazon and all that, probably reading about what I'm doing and making algorithms, but at least... I'm not just sucked into this like superficial world of just looking into everyone's like lives and just dude, go outside, get a book, um, work out, get a nice bike, um, 
I don't know, cook something. <laughs> you don't need to look at what all these people are doing or your your town's um, page. There's so much more shit to life. And I hope that this is going to be a nice um, wake up call for everybody. But that's about it. I'm done with this. Hope everyone has a good weekend. Cam Newton's back on the Patriots. I'm predicting a W. The Broncos suck. Um, take care. We'll talk soon. Peace.